Okay, we're middle of Daf Yud Tes and uh, today's Daf Daf So, as Hashem, I hope to cover most of Daf finish the parak today, and we'll leave uh, the new parak as Hashem for tomorrow. So, the last thing we discussed yesterday, we were discussing the concept that when a person is taiva, they have to have in mind, they have to be machzik for a certain level of tumah, of tahir actually, when they go to the mikveh. And we said that right when you come out of the mikveh, you could still, you're still sort of undecided, you could still have the right to determine which level of tumah you'd like to sign up for. But that, of tahir you'd like to sign up for, but that is only if you're totally undecided. If you made one decision, in the mikveh, and then you come out of the mikveh, it's too late to make a new decision. However, we brought a b'raisa that said that if you still have one foot in the mikveh, you're still considered enough in the mikveh that you have a right to make to change your decision. That's what we saw yesterday. So now we're going to try to figure out, and this is going to take us to the rest of the Afi test, basically, is how does that work, that because one foot is in the mikveh, you're still considered in the mikveh, if your whole body has to be called gufa v'mayim, if your body's not in the water, you're not in the water anymore. So we're going to discuss what type of possible connection there could be by one foot of yours being in the mikveh to your whole body being in the mikveh, and we're going to connect that to other situations of similar unusual situations of connections with mikveh, and that will take us through most of the Afiyotes, and then we'll move on to discuss other Inyanim Tum and Tayyar. So we're starting from Mantana. So it's about, I don't know, probably 15, 18 lines in the bottom. Last word in the line is Mantana. Mantana, Ideo Ragli Achas Who is the sheet that holds that if one leg is still in the water, you still have a right to make a decision about what change a decision about Tum and Tayra. So, Amra Pidas, this is the sheet of Yehuda. What does Yehuda say that we're connecting this to? It's man, mikveh shenim nedveh So you measure the mikveh, it has a red line, and it's exactly 40 so. There's not much, not a dot of water to spare. V'yordu shnayim v'tavlu, and then two people went to the mikveh, Zach is there, and they didn't go at the same time, that would be a very tight fit. They went one at one, one then the other one. So how, how, do you, how do you go to the mikveh and, you know, 40 so is mamash exact? I saw someone had a mikveh, interestingly, that, like, mamash, they made it into uh, some uh, very, very fancy house. They built, in, they had a home spa there in the building. You know, you know what a plunge pool is? You ever heard of such a thing? It's also like cold water you're supposed to go into. It's basically, like, come out vertical. They made it, once they made it, they made it a kosher mikveh. Basically, it's mamash like a well that you just, like, climb down into. So he made it into a mikveh once, once he's building it. He figured, you know... Chaperayin, you can go table in there. Shabbos, there's no like steps down. It's like you know vertical down. So that would be you know, and then obviously the water would rise with your displaced. You know, okay. So two people went to the mikvah in this mikvah. So Harishin Tar, the first one starts forty salts exactly enough. Vasheni Tomei, but fellow number two is Tomei Pashit because the first guy is not coming out dry from the mikvah. He's coming out taking water with him. So now we know for a fact that the second person went in the mikvah chaser. It wasn't the mikvah molly. Amr um, Bihuda, so obviously Bihuda understood that there were steps over here to this mikveh. Amr Bihuda, if the first guy's foot is still in the water when the second guy goes in, so af tar. So then even the second one is tar, because all the water that's on the body of the Rishin is still considered in the to the mikveh, 
which is a tremendous chiddush. We don't assume there's some sort of gap, and maybe his hair is full of water, and maybe his face dry. We assume there's some sort of connection of all the water in his body back down to the mikveh, and that water we see as being still in the mikveh, and therefore the first person is still, is t- the second person is tar. Right, it's not about his foot, it's about the fact that we assume the that there's still water dripping right. down, there's a stream of water connecting, all the water in his body is still connected to the mikvah. Again, the chiddush, you don't assume there's not a single spot where there's a little bit of moisture, unless 40 cells, not mamish but it's a little bit of a chiddush, okay. So, Lav Daf over here, Bukhal discussing, you know, the levels of Tomah Maybe they're both being to the same level. We're, we're just discussing the fact that the mikvah is going to be missing. So, I'll call upon him, but Rabbi Yehuda obviously holds that when a fellow's foot is still in the mikvah, so he really, to a large extent, is still in the mikvah because you see all the water in his body is still in the mikvah. So, if that's the case, he's also sort of in the mikvah. So, who would hold? That when one foot's in the mikvah, we still see you in the mikvah to the extent you can change your tire designation. It's probably a Behuda who holds that when you have one foot in the water, we see all the water in your body as being part of the mikvah still. So Rabbidos wants to say, this is a Behuda. This whole machlekes, whether or not you could change your designation, that's when it comes to Dine Der... I'm sorry, this machlekes, that, that Rabbi Huda holds that the second one is tar, when the first, the first one's foot's still in the mikveh, that's only when this tefil is not a tefil, he's not really tommy. It's only a chumrah, this tefil is a chumrah because he's upgrading from one level of tire to another level of tire. So then, we'll say, since it's only a Chumadar, but anyway, we can be makel and assume all the water is connected. But really, in Ikra Din, we don't say such things. It's ridiculous to assume every drop of water is connected and it's in the mikvah. We're not going to say it. Avol, mitomel tire, but if you're actually Tomei and you want to become Tar, it's a divriakil, a shady Tomei. Everyone agrees that the shady is Tomei. The Hainid Rebidos. Now, it's very gishmak that Rebidos said that Rebbe Yehuda, who holds that when you're one foot in the mikvah, is the same sheet that holds that when one foot's in the mikvah, you could change your designation. That means because Rabbi Yehuda's sheet is that when it comes to levels of Tom and Taira, we have this unusual cooler that we still see all the water on his body as part of the mikvah, and we could see him still in the mikvah. But again, that's only for when it comes to Tom and Taira, Rabbanon. We have a real shail of, 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 of Toma. First one's Tomei, he definitely can't be tar because there's some water on that body, guys, here. That doesn't make any sense. Ikeda Amri. So that's one version of the Memra, and then it's Mamash Kishmak. Ikeda Amri, Omer of Nachman, Omer Rabbi Baravua, Machlaikis Mitomalotahir. We have another version that says, no, Rabbi Yehuda holds this Mamash for real. He takes this very seriously. He holds the guy's Tomei, and a Nida goes into the mikveh, and the other Nida's on the way out, and it was exactly what he saw. The second one's Tar. She, she becomes Tar. And there they're Bonner Chalik. When you're coming, talking about just you know, upgrading from Truma to Kodshim, then everyone would hold to this Chiddush that the second one's also Torah as long as the first one's foot in the mikvah. Now, if that's the case, so then everyone agrees that as far as Dinim Drabonim that relate to Tvila, one foot in the mikvah is still considered you're fully in the mikvah and all the water is still in the mikvah, in which case everyone should agree that you could still change your designation in what level of Tahir you are achieving as long as one foot's in the mikveh. And if that's the case, we'll plead it to Repidus. It's not like Repidus, because Repidus said that 
what we said earlier, this Chiddush, you could change your designation, one foot's in the mikvah. Repidos said this is only Rabbi Huda. so Repidos would be wrong if this whole Machleks of Yehudah and Rabbanon has only been a real Tom and Tyre, but a Dina and Rabbanon, everyone agrees that one foot in the mikvah is enough, so if that's the case, so then then everyone would agree to this halacha, you could change your designation. So if, if, if let's say there was like a small pool of water that wasn't, that let's say overflowed, and the person was standing in both of those, we would say the same thing? Is it Sirif? So there is a Mishnah that talks about, you have three mikvois, two of them are Shuvim, what? No, no, two of them are Shuvim, and or, to, or and, and the middle one is there's different cases, but the the, the mission's idea is that two of them are shuvim, one is not shelved, and then everyone goes into the mikveh. Three people go into the mikveh, and because the water overflows and touches, then they can become tar. And the mission also discusses what happens if 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 one of the mikvahs is chaseim. Could you have a chibrali days? And, and that we're really going to get to. There's a shemel on the base. Could you have a chibrali day? This water flowing outside the mikveh, or do you need to start with a real mikveh of forty saw? So we'll see more about some on the base. So your question specifically is. Would the overflowing water com- combine to mikvayis? We don't know if one fell. The guy that's walking out because is the tzirf because we're saying the Yeah, but he was never in the mikvah at one time. No, no, he was in the mikvah at one time, but when he got out or whatever, it splashed over, and the, as he's oh. walking, if he's walking out, yeah, the second person that it's totally for the him person. or for someone else. I'm saying for what, somebody else that's going in. So how would it get back the, into the mikvah? It wouldn't, but if the person standing in that puddle and his other foot is in the mikvah. As he's, mm. as he's taking his step out. Oh, you want the water from this puddle to go use his body as a bridge, go back into the mikvah. That's what you're saying? Yeah. So that, that could be the Gemara's next discussion to an extent. The Gemara's going to ask, do we say this to take water up or only take water down? So down, obviously, is easier because the water is right. flowing towards the mikvah. So there is some level of a kesher between the water and the mikvah and the water coming back into the mikvah as opposed to <clears throat> that puddle, which is never just... The fact that you have a connection touching water, which is not, it's only mashke tefeach, it's just more tefeach on asaf tefeach, it's moist that, water. Yeah, it's not about the person, it's about the chibra of the water, right? Oh. Oh. Sorry. Omar Ula. Boy minei merbiechanan, merbihuda. So that, that, that once we mentioned Rabbi Huda Shita that we see the water in the mikvah somehow traveling back into the mikvah, so they asked Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Huda, Mau lahatvil, machten v'tzineris b'reishes arishin. That just sounds like a question you get yourself a smack for. But they asked um, Rabbi Yechonon to say who asked the question. Amar Ulo, boy Okay. So they asked they asked Rabbi Yechonon. So if you're going to tell me that all the water on the Rishin goes, what? Goes? Yeah. I don't know where to go. Hey, what time is you can go ending? to my house and babysit. You know where the, you know the shoot ending? Any idea? Ladies? I don't even know. The, the, whenever the shear ends, then you can go home two hours later. So, Amr will boy me name Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yehuda, Ma'u lahatu machan sinayis b'reisha sharishin. Join us. That if, if we're saying that all the water on the person leaving the mikveh is still connected in the mikveh, and that water is still part of the mikveh that's metahar person number two. Right? It's not enough. You have to actually look at that water as in the mikveh. So if he has a big puddle of water in his head, and you dip a needle into that puddle, it should be tar, it should be tar, because it was in the water that that water is considered part of the mikveh. So because you be tayvul machin in the reishis harishin. 
And what's the shail? And the Gemara uses a borrowed terminology over here. Good aches isle the Yehuda, good asik lesle. The Yehuda holds that we can bring the water down. The water on his body, we see it down in the mikveh. But good asik to take the water up and look at the whole mikveh as being on his head, that one she doesn't say. Like Dilma, good asik namiously. Maybe he holds that the, this connection, we see the 40 saw being on his head and his head being, the water on his head being in the mikveh. Very interesting language because these these words we're used to finding in return, terms of mechitzas, right? We have mechitzas, gorasik, gorachas, it goes up, it goes down. So there's a really a borrowed terminology. Um, oh. So it's like thinking about Amalei, Tenisua, Shleishi, give me a spinacho, I'll bring you a beferish of You have a stream of water flowing down the mountainside. And there's three ditches along the stream. There's a top, a middle, and a bottom. The bottom and the top have the 20 saw. They don't have the full 40 saw. But the middle one has 40 saw. And you have a stream of rainwater that's flowing down the mountain, connecting these three pits. So, Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, Meir Hayoimer, so Yehuda says that Reb Meir held that Matl the Oyoina, that you can be Matl and Oyoina. So Yehuda comments that according to Reb Meir, you could be table in the top one. So First, the first understanding was that 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 when he was saying that the not going back up. Right, that he was saying that you, that we have Rabbi Yehuda commented that Rameyer holds, and he's assuming that Rameyer held that way. Rabbi Yehuda himself also held that way, that you could only be toivel in the top one, and not be toivel in the in the lower one. So that means that we're seeing the top one as being down below, but we're not going, taking the bottom one and putting it the lower one, that you're not, that the, the, the bottom 20 saw, you're not putting it up with the 40 saw in the middle. So you're not going to say good asik, but you are going to bring down the top one. <laughs> so he told him, yeah, but I have a price of a time, Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, that's not what Rabbi Yehuda himself holds, because Rabbi Yehuda himself holds, because Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, Meir Ha'imer Matvel Yeinu Vani Ha'imer B'tachtoyinu V'loibel Yeinu. No, other of us, Dafka, the bottom one. So Amalei, Rabbi Yechon said, okay, if you have a very Shabraisa, Rabbi Yechon holds only the bottom one, not the top one, Yitanya, Yitanya. No, I'm sorry, so I think that the assumption was, I saw this yesterday, I forgot to look at it again today. I thought we'd get to it yesterday. I think the assumption when he first brought him this rai is if a mayor holds you could be table on the top and not the bottom, or Yehuda would hold you could be table on both. And then he told him, but I have a price that says if Yehuda holds you could be only table on the bottom and not the top. Let's see how Rashi over here says. Look, Rashi. Hochgesin. Mayor hoi oimer, matbilun bal yoyna. Vloi garsinon. We're not garsin chal of Yehuda v'hochipushi. Yehuda oimer. So this is how you supposed to learn this look. Yehuda says, mayor hoi oimer matbilun bal yoyna. Reb Meir holds that you table in the top one, the Omer good Asik, because he says we take the middle one and move it up. Esmeim Tzayis Lamayl, we see the middle mikveh as being up top. Al Yidei Chad L'Shol Gisham, L'Hachshas Al Yoyna, V'Kol Shekein, if you could see the middle one being on top, 
Kol Shekane, you could see the middle one being down below, which means you could be tabled on all of them. So when he quoted, right, this is the second way I was saying it, that when he quoted the Brysa, so it seems to be, Yehuda was quoting as her mayor is saying that you could be tabled on the top one, and it's for sure. That was never our shot, right? The Shaila always was, could you be tabled on the top part? We always knew that the water we see is going down, because that's where it's flowing to. And Kol Shekane, not Bilam Tachtoina. The Kivan Disley Gurasa, Kol Shekane Disley Gurachas. If you hold that, you see the water going up. For sure, you see water going down. From the fact that Rabbi Yehuda didn't argue on Rabbi Meir, so so when Rabbi Yechelen quoted this Brisa, he wanted to say that Rabbi Yehuda quotes Rabbi Meir without arguing. Obviously, Rabbi Yehuda agrees that you say good achis and good asik. We see both the middle water going up and we see the middle water going down. That's what Rabbi Yechelen wanted to answer. That it goes both directions. And on this, they asked Rabbi Yechanan Vatanya, but the Brisa says not like that. The Chaylikalov, we have a Brisa says Beferish, that Rabbi Yehuda says, Remeir held that the top one's Tar and Kolshkin, the bottom one, Vani Oimer, but I personally hold that no, only the bottom one, not the top one, because we don't see the water going up, we can only see it going down. And on that, Rabbi Yechanan answered, Itanya Tanya. So, so the Shakalatari was, they asked Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yehuda holds that we see the water on his body as being connected to the mikveh down below to entire the person in the mikveh. Does that mean that the water in the mikveh is also considered connected to the water in his head, that his head is also a makam kosher for tefillah? And on that, Rabbi Yechelen said, we'll have a fair shabraisa, where Rabbi Yehuda quotes Rabbi Meir saying that the water does travel up. We say good asik, and he doesn't argue. And they answer back to Rabbi Yechelen, no, other Rabbi the Braisa says that Rabbi Yehuda quotes Rabbi Meir is holding that, but he himself did not hold like that. So Rabbi Yechelen said, okay, if you have a braisa, you have a braisa. I can't argue with you. can't argue with the Braisa. And in Echanami, Rabbi Yehuda holds the water only. We see the water going down, not going up. Now this is, gets very problematic. This is big Tysus over here, the first Tysus, because usually we hold that rainwater is never a Chibur. And this is, a, you know, a flowing rainwater is not Mechaber, two things. Ketafr, saying Chibur. And uh, so how, how does that stem with the Sugyas and Machlik? So and rainwater is not Matar Bezeichlin over here. It's flowing, so there's a lot of issues over here. But uh, not not the time to go through this. When you learn Mikvah, this is a very very important block. It's not for Hagiga, but not for now. So he said in the mission of the person is Taival for Chulin, and they had a mind for Chulin, so he can't. He's told me for everything else. So Mani Masnis, and who is the sheet of our Mishnah? Rabbanon he. Our Mishnah is obviously the Rabbanon. Why? Because the Mishnah begins. By having five levels. There's Chulin, Maisasheni, Chuma, Kodshim, and Mechatas. Ema Seif, but then look at the Seif of the Mishnah. Big Day Amarth, Medrish Leprushin. When we list the levels that each level of Tahir is considered Tumas Medrish, the highest level of Tumma for the next level above it, so we only have four levels. We say that Big Day Amarth is Medrish Leprushin. Big Day Prushin, that means Prushin people eat Chulin with Tahira. Is medrash we jump straight to Eichli Truma. And we don't mention, we don't have a middle level, it should have said Medris le Eichle Maisesheni, and Big Day Eichle Maisesheni is Medris le Truma. Why do we skip straight to Maise, to Truma? Obviously, because Osler and Meir, we're going in the sheet of a Meir, the Omar Chulanu Maisek Hadadinu, that doesn't have a fifth level in Tom. He holds Chulan Maisesheni, it's all the same level of Tom and Tyre. There's no additional level. If you're Tar for Chulan, you're Tar for Maisesheni, it's all the same. So here we have a steer in the ratio of the Bryce and the, the ratio of the mission save of the Mishnah. So it comes out 
So it's also a maid, Amr Chulun Kamai, it's like, no, Reish Rabbonim, Sefer Meir, it comes out, the Reish Nishin is Rabbonim, Sefer Meir. It's like, no, yeah, okay, it's not a problem. In Reish Rabbonim, Sefer Meir, right? We have that in Shas, that Mishnais are sometimes split. Rebbe was Sosim, for whatever reason, Reish one way and the Sefer another way. Rav Achabar Adamas Nilob, the Sefer Chomish Mas. Rav Achabar Mas had a different version of the Mishnah. In his version of the Mishnah, in the Sefer of the Mission, we speak about the begotten of one being Medrash, although he talk at all five levels. He added, where he in his mission, he said, Big day, Prushin is Medrash, Leichle, Maishashani, and Big day, Leichle, Maishashani is Medrash, Leichle, Truma. And if that's the case, he holds the whole mission, is going to the Sheet of Rabban. Omer Avmari. Now, new comment. Shmami, no, we can learn from our mission of Echulan Shanasu, Al Taharais Hakoidesh. That there's two things. You can eat your chulam b'tayir, which means you're makbed in tumah tayir. We, we are not makbed in tumah tayir at all. We don't care about tumah tayir. Someone who eats tumah, their chulam b'tayir means that they're makbed to make sure only to eat food that's tar, but they only go with the ikar adin, what's tar and, and not tar. And any milas that are bonin or things that only apply to kodshim and chuma, they're, they're not makbed on because they're just eating chulam. And then you could eat chulin b'taharas truma or b'taharas kodesh. That means you could treat the chulin with all the chumras ki'ilu it's kodesh or ki'ilu it's truma. So from our mission we see that chulin shenas al-taharas kodesh. If you, you have chulin that was treated with all the, the, the strictness of kodesh, is k'kodesh damon. has mamash da'alach of kodesh. Zakti mi ma'ai, where do I see that in our mishnah? So zakti gemar pashim, because otherwise we should have Said that there's another mile over here. There's 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 a person who eats a chulam b'tayra, and then there's a person who eats chulam b'tayra's hakodesh, and then there's actual ma'aseshenim. When you get to something that has real extra halachas in tom and tayra. So from the fact that we left out of the le, the the rungs of tayra, chulam b'tayra's hakodesh, it's obvious because chulam b'tayra's hakodesh fits within the realm of kodesh itself. Who told you that's why we left it out? The Dilma hide like a tani bumaila, the e domulu chuma, hotani chuma, the e domulu chulun, hotani chulun. Because that much is clear to us that it's not going to be a whole new level. Either we'll have the same status as regular chulun, we'll have the same status as chuma. It's not going to be a whole new level. And either way, the, all the levels are there. Just it's, not, it's a different name for one of the levels. It's not. And chulun shenasu, I think it should be the tanya over here. Um, the tanya. We talk about that maybe it has the level of chulim, maybe it has the level of truma, but either way, those that hold that it doesn't have the status of kodesh mamish don't hold that it has a whole new status. It's another rung in the, the higher ladder. They just hold it fits into one of the pre-existing rungs, either chulim or truma. So the mission is not a riot to anything. Ella, but there, at least the first part of the Mishnah, but it's like the Gemara, there is a raya from the Mishnah to what the status of Hulun Shanas of Taras HaKadosh is. What's the raya? El Misefa, the Seifa of the Mishnah, what does it say? Yosef and Yezer, Shabakuna. He was a chassid amongst the Kayanim. Vahoysa matpachta medris l'Kadosh. And his handkerchief was considered Thomas medris for someone who eats Kadosh. Yechen ben Gugadah he ate all of his food, he treated with the Chumr of Kaidish, Kol And despite the fact how careful it was even to eat Chulim B'tahiris HaKadosh, when it came to the Meiparaduma, we considered his Shmata to be Mamish Tumas Medrish, the most Chumr Tumah. 
Now, what do we see? Lechatis in Lechatish Loi. The Mishnah said that his begotten were only considered Tomei, Klape, the Mechatas, the Paraduma order, but Klape, real Kaidish, then Avada, his, his begotten were not Tomei. So you see that the fact that he was eating everything out of Tahiris HaKaidish elevated him to the status of an Eichle Kaidish. So you take a seat in the Mishnah. Alma Kasab, Chulishnas, Altas HaKaidish, Kaidish Dama. Fine. Omar Bechem ben Elazar. Now we're going to discuss halachas. The rest, till the Mishnah, we're going to be discussing is the fact that when someone is being shamed or something, a person has to, or in general, when a person has things that are tar, there's a halacha that you cannot be Messiah das from being shamed them if it's for kaidish. So, Omar Abiyanisim ben Elazar. Nofla ma'afarta himenu. If he dropped his cloak, and Omen Lachavere Tanoli, he told his friend, pick it up and hand it to me, Venosnaloi Tomei. It's Tomei. Now, the Gemara is going to be a little bit confused why, and the Gemara is going to have to address this. The Gemara is going to bring three different halachas about similar types of halachas, where some, seemingly a situation where there should not be a lack of Shemira is considered a Hesachadas and a lack of Shemira. Omer Bechen ben Amram, Nishalfuloi Kalim, Shal Shabbos, Behelim Shachol. You went to put on your weekday clothes, and by mistake you put on your Shabbos jacket. Velavshan, you wore it. Nitmus, they became Tommy. Amr Blazar of Tzaddik, Maisa Bishtei Noshin, Chaveres. There is a story, and one more story where there's a lack of Shema. There's a story with two ladies who were both Chaveres. That means a Chavar, someone who was able to mak and Tahira, and even ate their Chulm Tahira. There are two ladies of Chavar. Their clothing got mixed up in the bathhouse. Right? Each one took the other one's clothing by mistake. And when Rebekiva found out about it, the Timon, he said, both of them are Tommy. The Godin are both Tommy. That there's a lack of Shemur over here. So the Gemara assumes right now that what, what, what the halacha that's being stated over here is that you have to be aware that you're being shamer, the item you're being shamer. That means if you thought you are being shamer your weekday clothing and really it was your Shabbos clothing, that's not a valid shmir. You thought you are being shamer, this is my begging, and it turns out I'm really wearing your jacket, and you're wearing my jacket, that's not a valid shmir. That's what the Gemara says at this point. So, if that's true, that any time you make a mistake in what you're being shamer, your shmir is not a valid shmir, you reached into the bread basket to take some wheat bread, and by mistake, you picked out a piece of barley bread. Hachi nami, denitnus, you can say it's tamay because you weren't being shamer, because you thought it was wheat bread, it was really barley bread, and you picked up this item, and this item had to be shamer. V'chitei, hachi you say, who said, maybe maybe it's like a tamay. But, v'otanyi, we have a rice, ha'mi shamer, sachobos v'cheskes shaliyayim. person was being shamer a barrel, to keep it tar, and he thought it was wine. V'nim t'shal shamer, it turns out it was really oil. So this wine, this oil, cannot be metama other things. That means it's not tar itself, but it can't be metama others. Now, the Gemara Stam is now a little stuck in Pashup Shat and Zbrai, so what type of weird halakha is this? You're being shamer, you thought it was something else, and we're giving it the status that it can metama other things, but not metama, it, it itself is tummy, but it can't be metama others. Why is that? If we're assuming there's no shmir, it should be full-fledged tummy and be able to metam other things. And if we assume there was a sh- there was a shmir, it should be 100% tar. It doesn't make sense. So we're saying that because 
from the fact that the person doesn't know what it is, that there's a potential lapse in his thought process, and then he that's what the Gemara is assuming right now. The Gemara is going to change this, but that's the Gemara. And therefore, right potentially, now. it could have been could become tummy at some right. point. Right. As long as there's a lapse in your shmir, then it could become tummy. Maybe you weren't watching properly, and something happened. But the Gemara is trying to figure right now. The Gemara is stuck before it even Morgan gets back to its main assumption that there is such a concept of thinking the wrong thing. The Gemara is stuck. What does this mean? you're not allowed to eat it. So I might. How does this work? That this because you thought you're watching the wrong thing, it became partially. It makes no sense. If there's no shmir, it's hundred percent tummy. If there is shmir, it's hundred percent tar. What's this pshar? So I'm says I'll explain to you what was going on in the oil and wine case. No, because the person says I was being mishamerit to prevent it from becoming full fledged tummy. But I wasn't watching it from a shenyi that would make it a shlishi, which could passel others. I'm saying which could passel it itself. Just I was watching; it didn't become a rishon. Can't entangle other things. Now, frakti gemara. So I'll call upon now. At least we have an understanding of that brice. So the brice has a weird shar that it's tar for certain things, and it's it itself is tame, but it can't be metama others. Why do we assume that it's dafka reached that level of tomas? We're saying Pasha, That's what the guy was watching it for. But Hamia, what we're going to say in a minute is that Lamaisa, you see that the fact that you thought you were watching one thing and you were really watching another thing does not take away from your shmir. Before we get back to that question, we have to establish is that really true? You could have a partial shmir? I could watch it for this, not for that. I'm watching it to make sure that it didn't touch something that will make it enough tummy in the time of something else, but I wasn't watching to make sure it didn't touch a shaini become a shlishi. So like we're in, yeah, there is such a thing as a halfway shmir. But I'll bring you a brace of any chusa. A person stuck his hand into a basket. The basket's on his shoulder. So he has a basket full of figs with a some sort of fork in the basket. He was in his mind. He was being shamer the basket and its contents, but not this little uh, fork device. Saloch is hasal tar, the basket and its contents are tar. This fork is tar. So, in fact, it won't make some sense. Hasal tar, why isn't the fork metama the basket? So, you know, that's a ridiculous question. In kli metama kli, right? A kli is never metama keli. This is important you say in Tumatire. Tumat doesn't transform a kli to another kli, it transforms a kli to an oichel. So, Finds, like I understand, but the litma masha basal, but the figs in the basket should become tome from the fork, right? If I wasn't shame of the fork, and therefore I assume the fork became tome, so then the figs are also tome now because the fork would be matama them. So it's like the Gemara Amar Avina, no, because he said that was that much. I know that nothing touched the fork that would make it real tome to matama others. But could be something touched it to passel it to make it the lowest level of, of, of tumor. So fine. Ad cancer. Now we have Pshat in the Bryce. So the Bryce that said that when you thought you were watching oil and wine, it turns out to be oil, it's partially tome because you had partial das shamer. But homia, what do we see? And we had to prove that there's such a thing as partial shimer. That's what we went off on a tangent. But homia, we see that the fact that you didn't realize what you were guarding doesn't take away and doesn't minimize in your protection of it. So we call Machim Kasha. V'oid, another Kasha, Moisiv Rabba Bar Avua. Moisiv Bisha Achashibofer Bishmol. V'omr Loi Rebbe, 
lady came through Shmuel and she said, Beged are reactive with the Haira. I, 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 I'm telling you, I wove this Beged 100%. I was tar and there was no Toma there. So I believe it was Shemir, but I wasn't actively saying, I have a mind to be Shemir with Haira. I'm just happy to tell you, the Matthias was, there was no Toma at all. Uh, Rishon started asking her questions and discussing the whole process with her. She, 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 she came out that she had forgotten that he, she herself was tar, but at some point you have to tighten the, the string or the rope as you're, as you're weaving a baguette. And Anida helped her pull one end of the baguette, which would make this baguette into a Tumas Heset Hazov. So it was real Toma. Oh, see how right the Chacham were. If you don't have Das Beferish to be Shemerit, then it, 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 it's Tommy. Right? It's a very simple concept that when you're not, you know, when you're not paying attention to something, you don't notice. It's only, you know, as, as much as you think that you notice anything, it's only when you're actually paying attention that you notice. Vishuvma, it's a similar story. Rebbe. Again, she said, I, 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 this tablecloth, I wove it when I was tar. I wasn't specifically thinking to be shamed. He was asking her questions. That in the beginning of its kneading process, uh, weaving process, when it was still not yet a baguette, so it wasn't Roy Le Kabultuma, at some point she had to stick the string into her mouth, you know, string to you know to tie it or whatever it was, and she put it in her mouth for a second. Now she had been in Nida at that point, and then she subsequently went to the mikvah before it became an actual baguette. And and, and but before it was just strings that can't become tomit. But she forgot that since at that point she put it in her mouth, there could have been still wet saliva, and saliva, reik of a zava is an avatoma. So it could have still been moist when it became the size of begging. I just bring out this Nakuda that you see that there is a concept of uh, uh, I'm sorry, they weren't just showing this concept, these two stories, that if a person's not properly being mason and lave, they're not going to be shamed. Now, what do we see from this story? Bishlam of Elizabeth Tzaddik. I'm sorry, so that, that's what I was, te- was moving on. Now, what we see from this story is that. And this is even where this was, we're saying there was a tiny lapse of when she wasn't paying attention? What? Yeah. Because she, no, she didn't have in mind at all to pay attention. Now, but at the end of the day, you can medayik in the washing over here. So we, we, all this whole story that we're bringing is not two nice stories. Really, all we want is one little thing. The washing is that gedolim What did the chacham say? That As long as you have das to be shemret, it's tar. It doesn't say that you have to have das to be shemret. This specific item, as long as you're being shemret, right? They weren't mechalik. What type of kavana you had to be shemret? This specific item. So, I'll call upon him. How could we say earlier that because I thought I had my weekday bag and had my Shabbos bag, it's going to be Tomei. It makes no sense. When I saw, I was being shamed. So that's the most problem. Sorry. So, oh. 
Now the Gemara is going to try to explain, right? So again, we have three cases we have to explain. We have the case of so prison thought they're wearing their Shabbos begotten, and really they're wearing their weekday begotten. Then we had the case of, I'm sorry, they thought they're wearing the weekday begotten, really wearing Shabbos begotten, we said they're Shabbos begotten metame. We have the case where two ladies switched begotten in the bathhouse, and we said they're both of them begotten metame. And we have the third case where I dropped something and I told you to pick it up for me, and because you picked it up, it's tummy. So now I think I was going to try to explain those three cases. Now we fell off from our original assumption that not being aware of what item you're guarding takes away from the Shemira. That, no, you could be shamer or something, even if you don't know what it is. We're going to come with a different shot. So the first case... The last case, actually, when there are two ladies switched in the bathhouse. That, that case is easy to explain. The second she hopped, oh, man, I took my neighbor's dress. So she figures, ach, my neighbor is, a sh- is not being shamer, but tahira. So she right away gave up on the shmir of the dress that she's wearing. Each one's not watching the dress they have, and no one's watching the other dress, because each one thinks the other one's stamp an aceous amaretz. And therefore, there's no shmir at all. That we can understand. Rabbi Yechon ben Amram, who said the case that you thought you're taking out your weekday begging to get your Shabbos begging, and it's Tomei, we could understand that case also. Kivan the Kalim the Shabbos, Avalushim Retfei, Mesav Daitiminayu. That since the Shabbos begotten are, you do a higher level of Shemira, so the level of Shemira you do for your weekday begotten is insufficient for your Shabbos begotten. It's a different level of Shemira. Okay, we can understand those two cases. But the case where I dropped my jacket and I told you to pick it up, why is it Tomei? So, the case where you drop the bag and Navalu Shimer beyond the Chavre. Why can't I watch it while you're holding it? What's the problem? So, you know, it's because when you're holding it, I can't be shamed. And you aren't being shamed because you think I'm shamed. So, neither of us is being shamed. Not only do you think I'm being shamed, if you figure if I let a random person pick it up, I must not care about some entire neither of us being shamed. I can't watch it if you're holding it. There's no such thing as watching someone something else is holding. And you can't watch it because you, you, you don't think you have to watch it. If I'm not careful who's watching it, obviously I don't care. And that's really, that's going to be the Gemara's tariffs. You can't watch something by someone else. And if that other person is not watching it, so then it's going to become, you have to be close, you became Tommy. In fact, is that really true? You can't watch something someone else is holding, Vatanya. Harei shahoyu. The person, he has his workers are carrying barrels of tires. Wine, oil, mill. Even though he ended up being more than a mill away from his workers, tires of tires, still his tires they tar. But if he told his workers, I'll, I'll, I'm coming later, the second he walks out of their eyesight, that's it. It's 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 like so, the Gemara is assuming that the workers aren't doing the Shemer. The Shemer comes because I'm being mefakeach on what they're doing. And if I'm Yetzir v'nichnas, then already I'm considered a Shemer, even if I end up being a mill away, because they're worried about me being there at all times. My Shemer is a Shemer. If I tell them far away, then there's no Shemer at all. But you see that I'm watching the things that the workers are holding, so you see you could be Shemer something. So, Amr Visek Nafcha, no, that's not that's not shot in the case. The first case, both cases, you were metar your workers. 
So, so if I was in the of the workers, and then the workers are doing the Shema, I'm not doing the Shema, the workers are Tahar also now. So, if I was in the of the workers, what's the difference if I told them I'm leaving for a little bit, they're Tahar? So, Yehachi Seifenami, so I was like, more, because the workers are I, I force them to go to the mikveh, and they look at me, this, this, this from me made me go to the mikveh. But they're not, they don't really care. So if they bump into another Amaretz on the way, and Amaretz says, oh, I want to check out what's in the barrel, they're going to let them look at it. Unless, if you're coming and going, they can say, oh, no, no, our, our boss is very crazy about this whole Tum and Tire stuff, stay away. But if, as long as they know you're, you're away, then they're not Makbid. So Yehachi Reishanami. So, fracting uh, Arab and the Reisha, if, if, if they wouldn't care about another Amaretz, once you're a mill away, how do you know another Amaretz didn't stick his hand? It's like, because they, they're worried at all times you could sneak up on them from the other side, you have another path, and therefore they're going to be scared, they're not going to let the Amaretz touch it, and they're going to do the Shema. So it's them doing the Shema because of being afraid of you. Yehachi Seifenam, even the Seifel also, they should be worried you'll come through a crooked path. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. As much as you have the ability to show up, if you tell your workers, you're being Seimach and Yesef and Nichnas, and you tell them, I'll be back lunchtime, I'll be there later, that's it, they're ready, they're safe till later, and the Mela, there's no Shimer, and that's why it's going to be Tomei, Hadjachalov, Ein Darshan.